Hey there, you're listening to Speak Out um, on Access Radio 106.1 FM. Um, there were plans for this episode, but they unfortunately fell through, which is totally fine. So instead, you're just listening to me um, rambling about books for an episode. <laughs> um, I'll introduce myself. Kia ora. My name is Neo. I use he, him pronouns. Um, and yeah, I just really like reading. Um, I read 116 books in 2021. Um, I'm a bit slower this year. Um, in 2022, I think I'm up to 10. Um, I have extensive, I have a quite extensive spreadsheet on reading. Um, it's, this is, I don't know who else is going to be interested in this, but I just have to get an episode out, and it's, this is what we've got, this is what I've got to offer. Um, so my spreadsheet is quite fun, it has, um, it's got lots of colours, it's got some graphs, um, it's got so much data, I love data, um, maybe in another life I'd be a data scientist. Um, uh, yeah, oh, I should say that, um, I am the volunteer and community engagement coordinator at Inside Out Koro, um, yeah, and uh, I was a volunteer for five years before I got my role, so very familiar with everything inside out. Um, my spreadsheet has, I really love my spreadsheet, it's like a highlight of reading um, books for me, which sounds weird because you're supposed to read books to read, but I read them to complete my spreadsheet. Um, no one call me out on that, I don't know if that's, that's probably a bad thing, but I just, I don't know, it helps. <laughs> um, so my spreadsheet has the number um, of, like, the order that I finished it in has the title, the author, date started, date finished, and then days to read. Um, and then I have number of pages. Um, I have a rating, which, honestly, the rating changes so much depending on mood and so many things, so that I don't really put that much stock in rating. Um, it has a genre. I just usually do one main genre. Um, it has the date it was published, um, and then I have a favourite quote, which is always fun because I'm big on quotes. Um, it has the format, um, whether I read it as an ebook or a physical book, um, and then if if I read it as an ebook, um, I can put in either I read it as an overdrive or a PDF or a Kindle or whatever. Then I have some stats about the author, the gender, um, whether they're BIPOC, um, whether they're otherwise diverse, um, and then I have a little slot for um, forms of diversity within the book, um, and then I have a column if it's re if I'm rereading it or not, um, and then I have some stats at the end like total pages, um, how many you know um, men, women, non-binary or multi have um, multi-gender people have read it. I mean, how many authors there were, um, and then, yeah, I just have some stats. Um, I'm gonna, I guess, go through a couple of my favourite, my favourite books that I read last year, um, because that's just, that's just what I got, baby. Um, a good one that I read, actually, it was probably, um, I think I, I called it one of my favourites of January, was, um, Collaborative and Indigenous Mental Health Theory, Ta Taihono Stories of Māori Health and Psychiatry, 
um, by Wiremu Nia um, Alistair Bush, and David Epstein. Um, this is a book about um, a Maori spiritual healer working with a um, psychologist um, in in the uh, Maori Maori Youth um, Health Service in um, Te Whanganui Tara, and it was really good. It was um, it's it was like combining how they work together, and um, it was really good. And my favorite quote from that one was "Into the world of light." Um, I also I own the physical copy of this book, um, and I've lent it to like so many people, and so many people are like on the list to borrow it just because like I've hyped up the book so much. Um, but it's it's totally worth it if you have a chance. I'd definitely recommend getting your hands on it. Um, another good book that I finished in January was Mishkan Ga'ava, Where Pride Dwells, um, edited by Rabbi Denise L. Eager. Um, and this is a collection of uh, Jewish rituals and prayers for rainbow people, specifically like throughout a rainbow person's life cycle. Like there's ones for binding and um, tucking and um, seeing another non-binary person and um, like a, you know, um, morning blessings, um, but, you know, queerified. Um, and that's really good, and that's another one that I've lent to people, because I really like lending books to people so that I can ramble on about books with them. Um, yeah, what else? Um, the, literally, if you were expecting anything other than just me going through the books I've read and, like, recommending the good ones, um, or rambling about the bad ones, that's, that's all that's gonna be. Um, so if you're not that interested in that, I guess just... Sorry. Hopefully next month we'll have something with maybe not just me rambling at myself. Um, another one that I read was What's Your Pronoun? Beyond He and She by Dennis Barron. Um, this one was this one was okay. It was quite dry. Um, it was it's like a history book on the history of um, like uh, gender neutral or like third pronouns, um, and it does have an interesting uh what's the word timeline um of like um as many of the uh, gender neutral pronouns created from like i think it's like the 1700s onwards um as the author could find which is heaps um yeah it was interesting it just it didn't really talk much about like the context of gender neutral pronouns which was a problem that i had with it um yeah um Next is a book um, that got me into Becky Chambers' books, um, which is a novella called To Be Taught If Fortunate, which is a sci-fi book um, all about... What? No, I can't say it's all about. It's, um, it's really cute. It's, it's short. It's lovely. It's only 153 pages. Um, it's really sweet. It's diverse. Um, it has, I wrote down, it has trans, polyamory, bisexual... Um, ace and characters of color um and my favorite quote from it it is, is slight spoilers maybe it is beautiful i replied looking out at the nothing it's the most beautiful thing i've ever seen yeah oh man here's okay this book like emotionally destroyed me it's called an unkindness of ghosts by rivers solomon um it is 
a little bit on the longer side, I guess you could say it's 351 pages. Um, but man, was it so good. I would highly recommend looking up the, um, the trigger warnings or the content warnings before reading this one because it is very heavy. Um, but if, if you're all okay with all of those, it's real good. Um, some of the representation in it are people of colour, um, intersex, um, trans, and then some neurodivergence of um, autism, psychosis, and OCD. Um, as a psychotic person myself, I did find the psychotic representation in it a little bit triggering. Um, and of course, among the other heavy content. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really good book. Um, my flatmates are watching things in the background. I hope you can't hear that. Oh no. Um, uh, next book I read was one called Nice Jewish Girls, a Lesbian Anthology, um, edited by, edited by Evelyn Taunton Beck. Um, this book was fun. It was interesting. Um, it was written in 1982. Um, I think I had a copy that was from a little bit later than that. Um, but it was just like, uh, it was really interesting hearing from, um, Jewish lesbians of, you know, of that era. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. I don't have much more to say. Um, had some interesting stuff on, like, Diaspora. Hmm. Um, then, of course, one of my favourite books, I reread it in 2021, called Challenger Deep by Neil Shusterman. Um, it's a book about a young boy, um, a teenager with um, psychosis um, and, like, the sort of worlds and spaces that he inhabits. Um, I really, really love it. I think it does a really good job of um, sort of showing some things about what psychosis can feel like and some of the consequences of it or consequences effects of it um and yeah it was, it's really good um it's i think it it does a good job of like narrating psychosis but not taking away any of the but like not romanticizing it because it definitely doesn't does not do that um mm, <laughs> okay this next book is very funny. Um, only myself and one other person I've talked to has ever read it. It's called The Book of Eels by Tom Fort. Um, it is <laughs> it is incredibly pretentious and hilarious because of its pretentiousness. Um, it was written um, in like a really strange but like poetic way. Okay, I should explain what the book's about. It's a book about like the history of what we know about eels and like the science behind it so like it's going into a, like all these dramatic scientific like backstory like backgrounds of i don't know it's like all these dramas within the eel community and whatever it's really funny um and it's also very niche which i like i like a good niche book um my favorite quote from this one was it is a secret creature and its ways are discreet which literally the whole book is written about that. And yes, that is a quote about eels. Um, I wish that one had any, 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 like, I don't know. The, the author, Tom Fort, really likes describing people because like he interviewed a whole bunch of people for this book and he's really into describing like every detail about what they look like in their homes and where he met them. 
Um, but that's really interesting because there's so much about eels that I didn't know about. Um, yeah. Um, okay. One of my favorite books of the year. Um, I, I did, I, ha I, I realized that I read a lot more poetry than I thought. Um, and one of my favorite ones of the year was Post-Colonial Love Poem by Natalie Diaz. Um, Natalie Diaz is a Native American author um, and poet. And oh my gosh, her stuff is beautiful. Um, she also is um, uh, LGBT um, or uh, I'm not sure if she identifies as Two-Spirit, but I know that um, she is rainbow in some way. Um, and she has the most beautiful descriptions of like love and like woman and she has this okay she has this like fascination with like people's hips and has the most beautiful quotes about like hips and like it's it's beautiful um also i could it was a real struggle to choose a favorite quote from um from post-colonial love poem let me check my little my little extra spreadsheet and see if I can see um, what my other quotes from okay other quotes from postcolonial love poem were I know another name for holy is water um, love and what love becomes the light will not touch so we will touch the light in their water-shaped hands um, this one's funny. Left my body and spoke to God. Came back seraphimed. And then I have another name. I have a rattlesnake name. Um, I just thought this book was really beautiful. And it had some really great themes that I think speak to me as like a Māori person. Um, especially like around water and um, whenua or land. Um, yeah, it was really beautiful. Um, and then apparently I was on a, on a theme about going off on um, books by Native American authors. Because then I read... Alatsaway, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, um, by Darcy Little Badger. Um, and that was a cute little young adult fantasy about a um, young Native American girl um, who can. Um, who likes. It's like set in a world where ghosts exist and stuff. Um, I don't know if I should call it fantasy, actually, because it's got, like, a whole bunch of Native American beliefs. Um, yeah, but it's, it's a really good book. It was really sweet. I really liked the relationships in that book. Um, another good book I read was The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. Um, it was nice. It was good. It was just... I really like stories about immortal characters and stuff like that, so that was really... It was just, like, kind of everything I wanted. I know that book's got some... Um, caught some flack or like been um criticized for not having any characters of color in it which is valid because um yeah obviously every book needs more characters of color um oh can i just rant about this book for a second i found a cool quote from this book called honoring your ancestors a guide to ancestral veneration and then i read the book and it was a, such a terrible book <laughs> it was like really catholic um even though the author, well, the author was raised Catholic, but claimed that it could apply to other cultures, but it just didn't. It was just so Catholic. <sighs> yeah, very Catholic book. Not my kind of thing. Obviously, if you're into that, 
sure I'll go for it but not the kind of book that I want to read especially when it was marketed as being a book for anyone um, I read The Book of Longing by Leonard Cohen which was a great little poetry book um, by a man that I'm sure not many people know wrote poetry um, just not not just songs um, and that was really good it was lots of sexual stuff in there which is valid it's interesting um but yeah just be aware of that if you're gonna go read some Leonard Cohen poetry there's also some really interesting stuff about um you know uh religion and faith and stuff too um which is mainly what I read it for um then I also read Walking the Clouds an anthology of indigenous science fiction which was really hard to get my hands on um but yeah it was it was really interesting um it was really good um a f little funny thing is that it wasn't short stories it was like snippets from longer stories which I didn't realize um until quite a way in um but that is where I found another really good book that I read later called Starwalker um which by Robert Sullivan which is a collection of I think it's a hundred poems where every poem has to have either something about the ocean um oh or a waka um, I believe, um, and it was really good. There was some really good stuff in there. Um, I want to reread it. Um, this is making me want to go back and reread all these books. <laughs> um, then I started rereading Animorphs. Um, what is there to say? Animorphs, my beloved. Um, so many people, I think, looking at the covers of the Animorph books, if you're familiar, it's like anim people, like kids, turning into animals, and I think that gives like a really skewed view of what Animorphs is actually about. When it, it's like, it's like really intense, um, and it's about these kids who basically become child soldiers and um, fight in a war, um, and there's themes of anti-imperialism, of trauma, of man, so much intense stuff, um, of like bodily autonomy. Um, and it's real deep and there's like a whole lot of body, body horror that I didn't really think was body horror growing up as a kid because I read them as a kid. Um, yeah, real intense and real fun. I love them so much. Um, I love these children. Um, they are very cute and they're all war criminals and that is wonderful. Um, then I, 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 another one that I read was, uh, Puna Wai Kororo, an anthology of Māori poetry in English. Um, Edited by uh, uh, Raina uh, Faitiri and Robert Sullivan, um, which was good. It was had some good stuff and some stuff that I wasn't that interested in, um, as most anthologies do. But it was it was it was actually really good. Um, and uh, my favorite quote from that was, "And it wasn't all pain, and it wasn't all grieving, just so long as he kept on dancing." Um, that was from a poem, oh, I really should have written down what it was, who it was by, let me see if I can find it, Johnny Come Dancing, um, by, did I not write down who it was by? Why would I do that? I didn't write down who it was by, oh my god. Um, that's unfortunate. Um, another favourite poem from it was At the Conference, um, which was about a little, little woman at a... Knit, like knitting during a conference and it was really sweet I'm um, sorry 
that's just me going off on a tangent back to my spreadsheet <laughs> um actually i'm gonna read you that poem that's actually something we've been tossing up about like doing like a poetry segment um so if you're keen for that let me know if you're free like email me at neo at insideout.org.nz um if there's anything you want to hear from speak out um if you like the idea of a poetry segment or any other kind of segment okay i'm gonna read it to you at the conference sydney university august 1988 in the midst of all the academic discourse in language fearfully intelligent and intimidating there's a lady knitting sitting there listening smiling while her hands fly in cotton web in cobweb fine cotton thread, she's knitting a cloth for her dinner table. I take the risk and disturb her concentration. Excuse me, I whisper. How many stitches? Without taking her eyes off the presenter of a paper that totally that has me totally confused, she murmurs. Two thousand. She has made my day in a lecture room stacked with literati from all over the world, and not missing a word, she is knitting two thousand stitches into a dinner cloth. Um, and then there's the dancing one, um, which is like about an Irish guy who gets cursed to dance and comes to New Zealand, and it's really sweet. Um, oh, ha ha ha, found out. All three of these poems are by Bub Bridger. Um, apparently I really like Bub Bridger. That's right, I did try to find more stuff from Bub Bridger, but struggled a little bit. I'm going to read you one more poem. It's called Wild Daisies. If you love me, bring me flowers, wild daisies clutched in your fist like a torch. No orchids or roses or carnations, no florists, bow, just daisies. Steal them, risk your life for them, up the sharp hills in the teeth of the wind. If you love me, bring me daisies, wild daisies that I will cram in a bright, bright vase and marvel at. Yeah, I thought that one was really sweet. I don't know. It's funny, like, the poems that speak to you sometimes are not the ones that you expect to. Um, but sometimes they are. And I'm just a sucker for anything about craft, so that's why the knitting one spoke to me. Um, and also it was really sweet because, I don't know, I can't explain it. I just feel like you can't explain these things um, about poetry. Um, another good book that I read in 2021, um, actually the first of a trilogy, which I have still want to go read the third one off, was um, Son of a Trickster by Eden Robinson, um, which is about a um, young teenager in um, Canada, uh, a um, indigenous Canadian um, uh, young man who finds out that he is not entirely human, um, that he is the son of um, the trickster, um and it's really interesting it was really sweet there was a lot of um it was quite a uh hmm it definitely didn't shy away from difficult topics like drug use and um things like that and like you know substance abuse um i really liked it um and like child abuse and stuff um but, so do check out the trigger warnings, um, or the content warnings. Um, my favourite quote from this one was, The world is hard, you need to be harder. From the character's mother, who is a, is a very, very interesting character. Basically, the, there's a lot of, um, like, talk about, like, intergenerational trauma, because the main character's mother, her grandmother, 
was um, at a residential school in Canada um, and it's it's just a very uh, uh, I don't, what am I even saying it's just a, it's a lot um, but it, it is it is a great read um, so I would recommend that and I definitely do want to go listen to the or read the third one still um, another good book I read was Whispers and Vanities, Samoan Indigenous Knowledge and Religion um, by, oh I'm going to butcher this name, Tomasailao M. Suali'i Soni, um, edited by them, um, which was really interesting. It was like a, um, it started with a, a essay from the king of Samoa, I believe, um, uh, and then all of the rest of the um, essays in the book were like a response or like a, not a defense of, but like, yeah, like a response to that um, initial um, essay. Um, and it was really interesting. It was like talking about um, indigenous knowledge and religion in Samoa um, and how those things came about, I guess, um, and the importance of them now. And it was really interesting and it made me realize like I didn't know that much about Samoa um not as much as I should at least and I definitely still need to do some more research um another book that I read was The Book of Queer Prophets by edited by Ruth Hunt this book was very Christian I was mainly excited for the Jewish ones there were like two out of like 20 um and then there were a couple of like Muslim ones and then the rest were like Christian which is fine, it's just, it was marketed as like a intersectional um, book, so that was a bit disappointing, and I have, I, I did talk to someone, like a, um, a Muslim person who read it as well and wasn't impressed by the um, ratios there. Um, it would have been also awesome to get like some lesson, like some lesser known religions, um, or like non-Abrahamic religions. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, and then another good one that I read was Restructuring Relations, Indigenous Self-Determination, Governance, and Gender. And this was basically like, <laughs> it was like a report on like some interviews that um, the author uh, Rona Kuokanen did. Um, it was really interesting. It was like talking about Indigenous um, self-determination versus like basically Tino Ranga Tera Tanga. Um, like self-determination versus oh what's the word sovereignty um and like how um like sovereignty doesn't cover everything that it that self-determination does um and then talking about like governance and like governance structures within indigenous um communities mainly focusing on the sami um of europe um the uh Inuit of Greenland and um the uh indigenous Canadians or Aboriginal Canadian um communities. Um it was really interesting and just looking at like the history of those um governing structures and stuff and then also looked at like gender within those, um mainly focusing on like the rights of women and um like the roles of women and stuff. Um but it did acknowledge like uh um other genders um 
like not just like non-binary genders and stuff um and it was really interesting and like two spirit communities and all that um yeah it was great um oh okay coming up i got i read stone butch blues man was it a lot but it was so good oh by leslie feinberg um if you're not familiar um read content warnings 100 percent. it's a really heavy book it's not an easy read but um it's very got a lot of um insight into the time um when it was written and when it came out and stuff um yeah i think i learned a lot from it and it definitely um engaged me wanting to learn more about like lesbian communities and stuff at the time um yeah Sorry, it's 10pm. I'm just tired. <laughs> um, I don't know why I left it this late. Um, then I read um, Wander Home um, by Jay Dragon, um, which is a rule book to a TTRPG where you are anthropomorphic animals journeying together. And it's so sweet. It, like, it's set in a land where there was just a war, but the war finished and there's like no violence there anymore. Like That's in the rules. And oh, it's so lovely. It actually got me really interested in like um game like ttrpg game design and stuff so i was in a couple of discord servers for that for a while um but then they got overwhelming so i left them um but this game is beautiful um i would highly recommend it i've played it a few times and it's um really good um you can play it with the gm or game master or without um i highly recommend playing it without um because you can like collaboratively and cooperatively come up with um, a story, and it's really beautiful. Yes, recommend. Um, then I read, oh, The Fifth Season, which is the first book in the Broken Earth trilogy. It's really good. I still have to read the second, or the last few. Um, it, this one was a bit longer. It was 468 pages. Um, yeah. Oh, I want to go back for a second. My favourite quote from Stonebutch Blues was this one. Um, I don't know if I can do it, I told her. My friend laughed. You got no choice. I just thought that was really sweet. Um, then I read The Bullet Journal Method by Ryder Carroll to get a little bit more about bullet journaling because I love bullet journaling. Um, and that was like... That was like around the time where I completely redid my bullet journaling um method and just went back to like the the og ride carol version and it was so much better um and then i read a whole bunch of animorph books <laughs> then i read more leonard cohen um book of mercy um yeah that's the keep going keep going oh um then i read a good one called toeda um maori methods of teaching and learning which was a really interesting one um oh it was by um Joan Metka, um, interesting book around like the like hearing from like Maori elders about their um, how they learnt and were taught like um, like to our Maori and like traditional Maori um, methods of doing things. That's really good. Then I read another amazing, really niche book called A Place for Everything: The Curious History of Alphabetical Order by Judith Flanders you're wondering what that is yes it is um a book about the history of sorting things alphabetically um 
that sounds really niche and it is and it sounds really boring and it's not <laughs> um <laughs> i really enjoy niche books that is so much fun um yeah yeah what more is there to say um my favorite quote from that one was a place for everything and everything in its place order reigns supreme confusion avoided time saved vexation spared that's yeah just history of alphabetical ordering sorting it starts with like the history of the alphabet which i didn't know that much about and then it goes to like the history of writing and then the history of sorting things and then moves on to the history of sorting things alphabetically um obviously mainly came from like monks in like libraries in um like england yeah interesting then I started a series called um, The Murderbot Diaries, which is about a robot that um, hacks its own like governance unit, like tells it what to do, um, like the thing that like, you know, stops it from being sentient. Um, and then it becomes sentient and then it just like has anxiety. Um, <laughs> it's entertaining. Um, it's it's like a series of like short short stories slash novellas um and then one novel which i still haven't read but i need to um oh the series is by martha wells um it's quite popular on libby um at least in wellington but it's really good um oh my gosh oh my gosh is it time to mention it is it time to mention this is how you lose the time war by amal el motar and max gladstone i think it is time um, this book is incredible. It is beautiful. It's a sapphic um, sci-fi um, romance um, between two characters um, on opposite sides of the time war. Um, and it has the most beautiful writing in the world. Um, genuinely stunning. And the romance is... Oh, Oh, beautiful. Um, let me see if I can find my other quotes for this one. Um, I have built a you within me. I love you, and I loved you, and I want to find out what this what that means together. I have been made a weapon, and they have plunged me into your heart, and this is how we win. Um, this book is beautiful. It is romantic. It is, oh, it's beautiful. It's actually so good that I immediately, even though I hate audiobooks or like don't enjoy them, I immediately was immediately was like, this would be an amazing audiobook. So then I went and listened to the audiobook. The literally the day I finished the the physical copy. Um, uh, next one I read was Imagining Decolonization by a whole bunch of people. Um, I'll quickly go through them. Bianca Elkington, Moana Jackson, Rebecca Kittle, Ocean, Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Mercier, Mike Ross, Jenny Smeaton, Amanda Thomas, um, maybe more, I can't quite recall. That is what I wrote down as the people. Um, this one was interesting. It was, it was good that I really liked the, um, like the essays from the Maori, um, people. I didn't think the essays from the Pakia people were that necessary. Um, it was kind of like a, this is why you, Pakia people should care about decolonization. Um, but then I didn't think that was necessary. Um, but it was still interesting. Um, then I read The Honey Month by Amal El Matar because I loved um, 
I loved her writing so much that I went and read more, which is like, um, for 30 days she tried a different kind of honey, um, like variation, variant of honey, and then wrote a poem about them, and they were really lovely. And my favourite poem or quote from that one was, The world is all for sipping love, so tilt back your head and drink. Um, yeah, just lovely. Um, next up I got some real good books called um, On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Vuong, um, which is like a fiction book written about like letters from or like um, a young or like a Vietnamese man talking to his mother um, and it, uh, he is gay and um, oh, it's just a really lovely book and the writing is beautiful um, and I actually I, I have a big thing about like saving quotes I really love quotes um, and the one that I took from this one as my favourite quote was Sometimes being offered tenderness feels like the very proof that you've been ruined. Um, yeah. What more is there to say? I love this book. Oh, just kidding. I have more quotes. Um, our hands are empty except for our hands. Um, uh, and maybe we sing to keep ourselves from falling. Maybe we sing to keep ourselves. Um, what if we? Are, what are we if not what the light says we are? And then there's a long one here. Um, You're not a monster, I said, but I lied. What I really wanted to say was that a monster is not such a terrible thing to be. From the Latin root monstrum, a divine messenger of catastrophe, then adopted by Old French to mean an animal of myriad origins, a centaur, griffin, satyr. To be a monster is to be a hybrid signal, a lighthouse, both shelter and warning at once. Yeah. Um, destroyed me emotionally. I think I'm still recovering, honestly. <laughs> um, and then for a book club, I read The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. Um, definitely very long. It was 830 pages. Um, but it was really good. It's like a fantasy, um, like with some... I think it's mainly centered around like a, well, it's centered around like an apocalyptic, like dragon coming back thing. Um, but there's, 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 um, uh, WLW characters and there's MLM characters and there's characters of color. And my favorite quote from this one was, come, come my love and we'll both take flight. And there's magic and dragons and sword fights and all sorts. Um, it's really good and like treason and yeah all cool stuff. Um, then I read Deaf Republic um, by Ilya Kaminsky which is like a long-form poetry book um, about, well it's heavy um, so I won't go that much into it but it, it has like um, hard of hearing or like deaf representation um, and Ilya Kaminsky is Jewish um, and it's like a really really um, hard-hitting emotional poetry book and it was beautiful. Um, then I read uh, The Other F Word, A Celebration of the Fat and Fierce, which like changed my whole view about like how I view my body. Um, it was amazing. Um, and the very first um, uh, essay, entry, essay, um, or like collection in there is um, about being trans and fat. Um, 
and how those things like intersect. Um, the representation in there is obviously fat. Um, people are um, experiences of color, um, indigenous, queer, LGBT, non-binary, trans, and disabled. Um, yeah, it it's beautiful. And my favorite quote from that one was, "Let them look at me and think that I have failed. I know in my heart that I have already won this game." And I read a bunch of animorphs. <laughs> I really like animorphs. Um, and then I read Growing Up Aboriginal in Australia, which was edited by Anita Hayes or Heiss. Um, which was an anthology of um, stories or like um, essays from Aborig like a Aboriginal Australian um, writers about growing up Aboriginal in Australia um, and sort of the age ranges were from I think one of them was like 14 up until um, like 80s, 80 year old um, and obviously those older people being part of or um, very closely affected by being part of the stolen generation um, and it made me realize how little I know about Aboriginal Australian culture even though they are our neighbors and siblings um, so yeah I, I that really prompted me to go read some more books um, from Aboriginal authors um, and you know do some more research and hear those stories a bit more um, Favorite. There was some good poetry in there too. Um, one of my favorite lines from the story was, "We're the dream of our ancestors." Um, let me see if I can find the other. Let me scroll down. Um, the other quotes that I highlighted. Um, I will forever be learning about myself and my heritage, which is the quote and just spoke to me. Um, my ancestors dance in the stars, and their tongue are in the flames. And they tell me, you have to keep the fire alive. Between the black and the white, there's a story waiting to be spoken. Um, some other quotes. I remember a sense of place becoming embedded in my marrow. Land holds stories, and within those, it contains the people, both of the last and the present. Um, and perhaps I'm a warrior poet. Yeah. Good, good book. Good book. Um... And then I read a couple of um, books by K. O'Reilly called um, the Dragon, the Tea Dragon Society and the Tea Dragon Festival. They were so cute. They're like um, graphic novels um, about tea dragons, like dragons that you can make tea out of the little plants that grow out of them. And they're really diverse and the author is non-binary. Um, and they have... Um, WLW rep, MLM rep, um, disabled um, rep, um, both um, and deaf rep, and then um, characters or like experiences of color. Um, and then I read a really terrible book. Um, like the racism was like real high in this one, um, which I, I got it out of like a free book exchange thing, and I it was just not enjoyable. Um, yeah, it was not good. So I'm not even going to mention what it was. Um, and then I read The Whale Rider, which I think I read as a kid, um, and I definitely really enjoyed the movie as a kid, um, by Witi Ihimaira. Um, it was really good. I'm getting to the hundreds. The, actually, The Whale Rider was my hundredth book, hundredth book for the year. Um, and then I read A Psalm for the Wild Built, which was my third book by Becky Chambers, um, which was really sweet. It had, It's like a little sci-fi book about um, a robot and a tea monk 
um, and like their journey together and it's really sweet and I definitely want to read the next one when it comes out. Um, I really like Becky Chambers, she is really good, like wholesome representative um, sci-fi. Oh, and the one of the characters is non-binary. The tea monk is non-binary. Um, then I read Piranesi by Susanna Clarke, um, which was good. It was good. It was actually a really enjoyable um, sci-fi. No, fantasy. Yes, fantasy. Um, it was like... So I'm a weirdo who likes getting spoilers for like things, especially like movies and TV shows. Um, but this book kind of drew me in and didn't give me any time to like go read about what the ending was. Um, it was really good. It was good. Um, then I started my, oh yeah, highly recommend that one. Um, slight warning for, uh, there was a tiny bit of haphobia in it, which was just unfortunate because otherwise it was a perfect book. Um, and then I started rereading The Wicked and the Divine, which is a graphic novel series um, about um, some gods being reincarnated every, I don't remember how often it is, 100 years maybe. Um, and they are like famous and it's really good. Um, I actually still have to read the last two of that. I never finished them. I just got them out at the library and then just got, gave them back. Um, then I read Fight Club, which was boring. It's okay. It's just boring. Um, I'm probably gonna get like yelled at for that opinion by so many people. Um, and then I read Peter Darling by Austin Chant, which is like a trans retelling of um Peter Pan, which I've recommended this to people, and every single other person has come back and been like, I loved it. Um, so you should definitely read it because it's so sweet, and you just like at first the character of Peter is really annoying but then you like get a little bit of insight into what he's thinking and where he's coming from and you're like oh you poor thing um and it has uh trans rep obviously and then MLM um rep as well um yeah what else did I read oh oh so um as a like a present um I got given a book of poetry um, by, by yeah, I got given a book of poetry by Ruby Sully called Tokubaba, and it I I I know I said I hadn't recovered from something earlier. I don't remember what it was, but like genuinely, I have not recovered from this one. Um, it broke my heart and open and like exposed it to like the elements and I still haven't managed to like fix that hole in me um but like in the best possible way um Tokupapa was beautiful um it was it's like a it's like a, about um uh uh talking from the point of view of um obviously this this poet um talking to her father um and like as they grow up on land that isn't their papakaiga or papakaiga or like ancestral land um but it's just it's beautiful i'm gonna read you the quotes from it because i i think you need to hear them um we sat together in silence deep in the mountain's heart and then i lie back head tilted up and let myself fall into the sodden sky we have a tupuna named after the moorpox cry 
I think of how she must have been born singing. I guess when you love someone enough, their rivers become you. When you love someone enough, you become the land they walk on. Um, this book is amazing. Um, highly, highly recommend. Um, it really speaks to me as like both as like a Māori person, um, and I think it's a really great look into. I don't know. It just feels, it feels like you're being a little bit like voyeuristic into like the um, Ruby Sully's um, childhood, but obviously you're being invited there. So is it really, like, are you really encroaching, or is it, is it, is it like, is it bad to say that because is that like being like not not acknowledging that I don't know I don't know sorry I just it's 10 30 I'm having thoughts about poetry um I yeah um and then actually that's the last book I read of 2021 was a book uh called The Art of Winnie the Pooh by James Campbell which was looking at the artist of Winnie the Pooh um Oh, I can't remember the artist's name. This makes me feel so bad. I'm going to Google it real quick. E.H. Shepard is the artist. Um, and it's beautiful. Um, I was mainly looking at it for the art. Like the, like the unpublished Winnie the Pooh art. Because I wanted, I want to get a tattoo of Winnie the Pooh. Um, yeah. Um, that's the end of my 2021 books um I, I I read yeah so I read 118 books last year um the the uh hang on let me go to my stats um I had five uh 41 five stars 35 four stars 14 three stars three two stars and zero one stars um I read, um, the max number of pages was 830, the minimum number was 72, um, my max days to read was 166, and my minimum days to read was zero, as in I just read it in one day. Um, I read a total of 27,033 pages. Um, yeah, I really like reading, I like it a lot. Um, one more book that I do want to mention that I'm I'm counting because I started it in 2021 um, was Gathering Moss, um, a natural and what's the what's it called a natural and a natural and cultural history of mosses by Robin Wall Kimmerer. Um, I read it as an audiobook um, because that was the only thing I could get my hands on and I don't usually like audiobooks but man was this one stunning as an audiobook. Robin Wall Camera is a Native American woman um, and this book kind of combines Native American knowledge with in um, or like Native American indigenous knowledge with like science um, because she is a scientist. Um, I can't remember her exact uh, role but she plants plants and moss and stuff um 
but she has the most beautiful voice and you can hear like the passion and like how much she cares about these things in it in her voice um so if you do get a chance to read the audiobook highly recommend she also wrote braiding sweetgrass which i'm in the middle of now which is um, a little bit longer um but it's just as beautiful um yeah those are those are the books i've read um just ran you through a few of them um <laughs> thanks for listening um yeah i i i love reading um it's so good. It just, you know, you can just like go into a book and just forget about the world for a bit. Um, oh, there was one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to quickly run you through a couple of my favorite quotes. Um, one quote that I forgot to bring up was from um, An Unkindness of Ghosts, which was You gender malcontent, you othering, otherling. Um, and that was really lovely. Um, looking through, looking through, looking through. Um, quote from Mishkan Rifua, Where Healing Resides. Like Jacob, I may be wounded, shaped, and renamed by the struggle. Um, from, okay, the one thing I did like about the Book of Queer Prophets was this quote. But there is room enough, come and be enough. Um, and then from The Sun and Her Flowers by Ruby Carr, um, and here you are, living despite it all. Um, from Starwalker, I am learning my history, the people who lie within me. Um, from Aphrodite Made Me Do It by Trista Mattia, um, I have chased the universe to its end. Oh, quote from Wanderhome, the road has a song all to its own, press your ear against my chest and you'll hear it. Um, from an Animorphs book, which is an unexpected place to get this real intense quote, there's only one way to deal with fear, be afraid, be afraid and then go ahead and do what you have to do anyway. Um, okay quote from evidence poems by mary oliver i love mary oliver um said the river i am part of holiness and i too said the stone and i too whispered the moss from beneath the water i really like moss apparently <laughs> i'm just into moss um I really should have had this prepared. Oh, um, no, I did read that one already, didn't I? Oh, okay. From Diff Republic. This one is just, um, it emotionally destroys me. Um, in like a Jewish way. At the trial of God, we will ask, why did you allow all this? And the answer will be an echo. Why did you allow all this? Yeah. Um, funny quote from an Animorphs book, and that's how we ended up discovering the evil horses that threatened all of humanity. Um, quote from the Night Circus, you're in the right place at the right time, and you care enough to do what needs to be done. Sometimes that's enough. Huh. 
Anyway, 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 that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got for you. Um, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate that this was a bit of a strange episode. Um, maybe bringing it back to its roots a little bit of speaking out being just a place where people can come and hang out. I have done an episode all on my own before talking about psychosis, um, which you can probably scroll back and find if you're interested in. Um, but as I guess the coordinator of Speak Out Now, it falls to me to if we if these things fall through, I just need to come and ramble. Um, so I'll have to think about what I should ramble about next time. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time out of your day to listen to little old me talking about little old books. Um, I recognize right now that my intention coming in was to talk about rainbow books. Um, I did just kind of talk about every book that I've read, or at least my favorite ones. Um, there were some rainbow ones in there, so I, I feel okay about that. Um, yeah, um... Again, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your February or whenever you're listening to this. Um, and I will see you back here next month. Kakite. Don't matter if the road is long, don't matter if it's steep, don't matter if the moon is gone and the darkness is complete, don't matter if we lose our way, it's written that we'll meet. At least that's what I heard you say a thousand kisses deep.